0: I think I know how this conversation went. I think it went something like this. Okay, okay, okay. We need some movies to fill our HBO March 2022 release schedule. What do we got? What do we got? We got horror, (laughs) action, yeah, yeah. The entire Resident Evil and Starship Trooper franchises are both going up. We've got some prestige television minx, yeah, great. Got some classics, Aviator, Adaptation, cool, 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 cool. cool. How about... A rom-com. Got to cover all the demos here. All right, let's see. How, How about this? How about this? A college road trip romantic comedy where a dopey yet lovable and, of course, attractive young guy sneaks onto a prestigious academic trip to chase the love of his life who he only just met and is forced to team up with an uptight bookish girl who is of course also attractive and over the course of their journey to unite with their significant others they form an unlikely friendship and discover their true selves how about that huh huh yeah no 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 that that feels that feels like it's been done okay that's it you know what? i'll put a spin on it how about the road trip is to mars And it's on a spaceship. Brilliant. (laughs) Green light. Go. Give me a rom-com. And thus, we have HBO's Moonshot, starring Cole Sprouse, Jughead from Riverdale, and Lana Condor, who we saw from To All the Boys I've Ever Loved. And with a day of work from Zach Braff. She <laughs> said in the near future of 2049, where dark night quotes still happen, Walt stows away on a Mars shuttle to chase his love. He makes a very reluctant friend in Sophie, and rom com hijinks unfold. I am TCD, widow of the Screener Squad, and I am joined in our light speed journey to the red planet by Sarah Jane. Hey. Her meowing cat.
1: Sorry. <laughs> jenna oh yes howdy ho there neighbors
0: and chad hello all right let's talk about moonshot first question who signed up for this thinking it was moonfall (laughs) Just me? No. What
1: is Cole Sprouse? That's my final answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably wrong, but I don't really care because I hate this movie. Oh, wow. just jump right into it. Harsh. <laughs> Sarah, dang, now I feel bad. Damn.
0: Hey, well, as I opened up with, this is a very standard paint-by-numbers, fill-in-the-blanks, mad-libs.
2: It's not even paint-by-numbers. Have you ever had a small kid? They make these, like, magic books now where you literally have a marker, and all you have to do is, like, write over it, and it just magically makes the colors and the lines and teaches kids false hoods about being an actual artist, and that's what this (laughs) movie felt like. It literally, it was like a
0: magic paintbrush that are like, Hollywood, and done. Yeah, it did not feel like a whole ton of effort went into the craft and creation of this film. No. A lot of the jokes
2: fall flat. Did they just do two takes and move on for everything? Like, that was your
1: best take?
0: That's how you keep that budget low, Chad. You know that.
1: Ah. It was less about the money put into it because the production of this film and even the cinematography of this film is very nice to look at. Mm
3: -hmm. But
1: it also seems like this is that one time where somebody owed somebody a favor, right? Because they found out they had some child porn on their hard drive or something, God you know? Damn. Something that's really shady. That's a big and they favor. were like, look, hey, my son has this script and he wants to break into Hollywood. You're going to make it. And they read it and they're like, this is this is not how we know. And he was like, I have your hard drive. And that's like
0: in that scenario i think it'd be better for society to turn that person in as opposed to force them to make this movie
3: <laughs> i think i've said this previously i'm not a huge rom-com fan but lately i've seemed to have watched like several like i had to review marry me and a bunch of other things but anyway i didn't hate this and I think probably just because it was, they went to space and there was a, that kind of a different aspect to it. I didn't realize that Jughead was in this because I was weirdly attracted to this guy because he is kind of weird looking. But now I know why, is <laughs> because I watched the first season of Riverdale and I thought Jughead was always kind of hot. And so thank you for opening my eyes there. Like Jenna said, I thought the movie actually, the cinematography, and I thought it looked good. I didn't have a problem with that. It didn't look cheap to me. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, I'm giving it faint praise because, again, I don't love rom-coms, but I I mean, I didn't hate it. (laughs) It
0: does look good. It is performed as well as it can be performed. Mm -hmm. What I felt was lacking here, and I know this is going to seem strange, this felt short. This could have made a 13-episode comedy for Netflix. This could have been a very light and digestible ensemble cast traveling through space yes. on a ship. Not like Star Trek by any means, but something <laughs> something more towards the vein of, I hate to say it, but Big Bang Theory, where it's a very status quo, digestible premise that you can just milk for everything it's worth. So if it's always, we're just heading this whole season to get to Mars... I think there's enough interesting characters here and an interesting setting for a very shallow sitcom.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And it makes sense, too, because they literally, it gets to a point where they're on the ship headed to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. They just do a montage and skip
0: over, like, what could be wacky hijinks a month right yeah they're on this thing for 35 days and it's like day one day two day 33
2: yeah exactly it's just like all right could have been more character development or convince me more why i should like this idiot my (laughs) wife called him not good looking she didn't understand why he was handsome quote-unquote Hey, you know what? Less competition for
0: Sarah Jane.
3: I think that, though, if this had played out the way you guys are saying, you would have said, oh my God, we had to spend 35 days on this ship with each of these people. <laughs> and it would have got Maybe. really tired really fast. That's a good because point. the other characters were all kind of one note anyway.
0: That's where I say more development could have been given not this cast.
1: I I cannot, you guys. You know, I love <laughs> you all individually. You're very special people to me. Oh. <laughs> not only did this film forget what it was doing towards the end of the film, like the characters' motivations just switched up. I didn't even know like what demographic i was supposed to be in like i feel like i was lost and i was supposed to find like where i was supposed to be but i didn't know where i'm supposed to be even if there was more character development these two actors just don't have chemistry like Mm. i am not a snob i love stuff like the sweetest thing fun with Dick and Jane. There's corny white people rom-coms that I can get down with. You know what I mean? I'm not above it, guys. Okay? I love it. But that's because those actors had chemistry. They had comedic timing. This film just lacks so much. And then I can't, like, get across their age. Like, somehow, the way they were acting, they look so young. But then I feel like I was supposed to believe they were older. I don't know. It was just Are like... They late
0: in high school? Are they college? They were, like, in their last year of college.
1: Yeah, and it's like... Great. Girl, corona happened. I don't care about you going to Mars. It, it, I just feel like it's tone deaf. I feel like maybe if the French did it or if this was like an 80s like weird science, <laughs> maybe that could have worked. But this film just, it made me angry. I'm sorry, y'all. It just made me Can angry. Can I also
2: just tack on to Jenna here? Mm, yes, please. What's the, what's the title of this movie, TC? Moonshot. Okay. And where did they go?
1: <laughs>
2: Mars. <laughs> oh my god
0: i didn't even think of it
2: so like <laughs> midway through the movie i had an epiphany i just you know yelled out and my wife was the one that had to take the brunt of it i'm like why do they call it moonshot they're not even fucking going I, isn't that like a term for something like a, it, well a yeah it's like it's like another something? term for like a hail mary passer you know moonshot it alludes to when we tried to land on the moon it was like a one one million oh, shot okay. and yeah. shot sounds like shit just call it I... something else don't call it moonshot that gives it a total false premise <laughs> Ugh, that annoyed me so much. <laughs> I'm glad I could get it off my chest.
3: I agree with Jenna that the leads didn't really have chemistry. I liked them and I thought they were both fine, mm-hmm. but together, no, not really. Yeah, exactly.
1: Her
2: family B story was way more interesting than anything the movie had to say. Like with her being raised by her current boyfriend's family
0: as a kid, that was like the only... Feel moment I had throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Normally in a rom com, when the romantic leads meet, whenever you get that meet cute, you have that assumption of like, okay, well now let's get these two together. I think of something like serendipity, right? You meet John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale, they bounce into each other, and suddenly it's like, okay, get these two together, movie. They didn't have any chemistry immediately. He is very annoying to her immediately, and she doesn't have enough charisma to be someone that, as an audience, to go, why are you so fixated on Ginny? She's right in front of you, man. Look at this girl. That doesn't Mm. happen with these two. Yeah. And you spend the whole movie knowing that eventually these two are going to end up together without... Feeling like they should be together yeah. Well and it's 2022
2: And we're still telegraphing The eventual hookup at the end There There's two moments in here where they're like alone Maybe a little drunk and looking at each other And then they do oh, like a, a half lean And then oh somebody comes in or oh, 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 oh a message Goes off it's just like come on Earn <laughs> this relationship between them You know? Yeah.
1: I actually like what you Pointed out TC because I did get that That's why I'm, I'm kind of irritated Because there's stuff in here that worked But I felt like they were just trying to do too much or maybe there was like different writers or a rewrite or something. I just wish that would come off even more. There's just smarter ways to express that dynamic. And I don't know if it was because the actors didn't have the range to like work with such a script to get that really across in a way that's enjoyable, I guess. Or if the script is really just that bad.
0: I really think it comes down to chemistry because if you think of some of the rom-coms we've grown up with or we've seen the ones that really hit and stick with you. You wish that those two actors were married in real life. When you find out one of them's British and they're married to other people, it's like my whole life's a lie. But I never got the sense that these two were so well suited for each other that I would think, Oh man, I hope they're dating in real life. They made very good friends.
3: Walt had more chemistry with Gary than he did with, uh, yes. I can't remember what her name is now, but anyway. Sophie.
0: Sophie, Sorry,
3: Sorry, Sophie. Says a lot. Yeah, he had more chemistry with the robot than he did with her.
0: (laughs) I like a good rom-com. I really do. When rom-coms hit for me, they do it really well. When they land perfectly in the pocket of relatability and Mm -hmm. wish fulfillment, I'm a big old sucker for them. But I've seen more duds in the past year than I've seen winners. He's all that. Long story short, yeah. Lady of the Manor. But there have been some gems out there, which is why I signed up for this. I Want You Back, Always Be My Maybe, The Map of Tiny Perfect Things and Palm Springs were both done in a sci-fi Groundhog Day fashion, but there was not just the standard setup and execution of a rom-com. There's a bit of sci-fi in there, and I had hoped that this would be that. It was not. Moonshot just falls right smack dab in the area of... Okay, you exist. (laughs) Fever pitch. Fever pitch.
2: (laughs) I give this movie a fever pitch
0: rating. (laughs) We'll we'll get to that in a second. The actors are perfectly cute. They were perfectly enjoyable to look at. But this is predictable and cliche, even with the setting in the future. I wish I could say more about this movie. We're sitting here going, they should have done this, should have done this. But we can't judge a movie on what it isn't. We can only judge it on what it is, so for yes, me... Yeah,
1: sensei. I was say
0: whoa.
1: Whoa, mind blown. Wow.
0: This is the sort of movie that you could watch with your grandma, and she would love it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well. In fact, she would laugh at all the right spots, which would probably make it that much more of an enjoyable experience for you. I did not watch it with my grandma, so as average as this film is with a cool setting, I'm just going to go ahead and give it my final rating right here, that Moonshot is a 5 out of 10 presentation erections.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: See, now, that's how dull the jokes were in this I movie. forgot
1: about that. Yeah.
0: They all just stared at me like, why did you just say the word erection? This is a very horny movie for as chaste as it is. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I didn't even think of that. It's... The
2: equivalent of dry humping, I guess. (laughs) With no, like, happy ending for yourself. That's at
3: least kind of exciting. You're like,
2: maybe that'll help? No.
0: (laughs) Put that on the poster. This movie is the equivalent of dry humping. (laughs) Chad, why don't you take it off of there and keep going uh, into your final thoughts.
2: I would prefer to see this movie being riffed by Dr. Cox and Scrubs. That would have been a more productive use of my time than watching this movie. And it's been a while since I've watched a rom-com, but I'm not a snob when it comes to them. Like a good movie's a good movie, right? This just wasn't a good movie. I, I can't even give it five out of 10. I'm going to go four out of 10 coffees I didn't order. But if I want to use the Wi-Fi, I'm going to have to pay for it.
0: <laughs> wow. Sarah Jane.
3: I think I liked it a little bit more than everyone else. I don't love it. It was cute. Didn't feel it was a waste of my time. Uh, Will I ever watch it again? Absolutely not. (laughs) So I'm just going to keep it short here. I will give it six out of ten Garys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all need a Gary in our life.
1: We definitely do. Jenna, go ahead. There's good ways to make bad films, and we've seen it done. The 80s is notorious for that. They're not above a good corny rom-com that's memorable, but I wish that was the case for this. Again, I don't know who this demographic was for. If Disney ever needed to make a a rom-com to make them chase again, this would be it. So there you go, Disney. Take some notes. (laughs) Please do not waste your weed on this. I repeat, please do not waste your weed on this. Guys, it's not worth it. Kudos to the acting, the cinematography, and the production actually was really nice. So I will give this four out of ten times. I went over the actual viability of him surviving, even, (laughs) the way that he did.
2: (laughs) I, I love how even in space. All right, so Die Hard's bullshit just for the fact that there's no building in the world that has an HVAC system that can fit a human being inside. Yeah. But a spaceship? You tell me they just have super wide freaking air ducts he's just going to live in for 35 days? <laughs>